Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. Welcome to Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing. Welcome to the Rusty Welcome to the Rusty Hook. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. It's John Rapp. I want to thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe or follow and share. Uh, hit that button down to the left and let's, let's, let's get this uh, episode out with uh, all our folks. See, we got six viewers on, so hey, when you get on there, uh, shout out to us. Show us, uh, Let us know you're on. Hit a like button. Um, so tonight we got a few things that we're going to discuss. We've got Mikey Holcomb and we've got Chris Payne sitting in the the background waiting to come on with us. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, Bass Nation and um, West Virginia Bass Nation. Mikey uh, has got some information on that. He just recently was announced about four hours ago as the assistant director for the kayak division of uh, West Virginia Bass Nation. So... Congrats on that. Hey, Jonathan Cart, good to see you, big guy. Um, so let's, uh, let's look, at, look at something here. Um, I want to... Talk about... Let's see here, John. John, okay. Um, I don't think I've got it set up right now. So let's just go ahead and... Bring on Mikey. Okay. So. Well, okay. Before we bring on Mikey, I want to talk about uh, what we're going to do at Feel Free. Okay. So let's show you what, what uh, I've been working on with um, Roland Bones Jimenez, our marketing director. So, boom. We will be doing down the road a podcast monthly with the feel free fishing team and as you can see this is just our mock-up right now for one of our scenes uh, he has been working on uh, the, these down there uh, in texas to get these set up for the way i do things here Streamlab, and then i'm going to uh, go out reach out and we're going to have guys from headquarters come on and talk about product and then we're going to do team member stuff like like this here with uh, just an example, I, I threw this together with Beth a few years ago. We're going to do team member events, uh, team member videos. We're, we're going to talk about um, the events and, and um, uh, talk about fishing techniques, tips, tricks, and other things uh, using the Feel Free uh, platforms, uh, which include um, you got your Johnny Boat, you got your Sea Stream. And of course, you got your three waters big fish series. So this is just uh, an old video that we put together. Me and Beth did uh, a few years back when she was still able to get out much, and uh, just wanted to show you an, as an example how we're going to do things with the uh, Feel Free podcast. So that's that's how it's going to work. Um, it just same type of scenes, um, but I'm really excited to announce this. Um, look, we've got. Uh, about 30 team members that we're going to be able to interview from all over the nation, from all four of our boats, you know, and uh, but really looking forward to doing 
well, a monthly chat with Joe, Mongo, and Roland, and Denver, and Joel, and even hopefully we can get Big Jim on. So anyway, looking forward to that. Feel free, uh, fishing team podcast coming soon. So guys with the feel free team, I hope you guys will uh, uh, be ready to rock and roll with that and as we uh, change gears and do that. So let's go ahead and um, let's bring on our first guest, Mikey, if you're there. You good to go? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Yeah. All right, sweet. Sweet. I can't see you. Sometimes, usually I can see you, but I can't yeah, see I, you. I, I got you. I got you. I, I wanted to give you all of the uh, screen <coughs> screen time, big guy, all that pretty prettiness oh. up. So, so, <laughs> so, folks, we got Mike, Mikey Holcomb here. Mikey is, uh, uh, well, let's just talk about Mikey's resume. You saw his video flash up there. Uh, he's a member of the Cashin fishing team. Um he is the West Virginia Kayak Anglers Online Challenge Series Tournament Director. Yep. Um, he's picked that role up this year. So he's one of our officers for our club. And now, as <laughs> of about four hours ago, his plate got fuller. They added a big side of mashed potatoes and green beans uh, to it. Now he is the West Virginia Bass Nation Assistant Kayak Tournament Director. Mikey, tell us what's going on. Uh, let's let's go uh, one. Let's talk about those three tournaments that you're going to run. Two, two. Why don't you tell everybody how they go about the simple way of joining bass so they can participate in those three tournaments that you're going to be running at minimum. Okay, sweet. So basically, uh, this you know this coming season, 2022, uh, you're going to have Stonewall Jackson on April 10th, which is actually going to follow up West Virginia Kayak Anglers the, the day before. So that's on April 9th, uh, Saturday. You know, definitely check that out. But we're going to be on Stonewall the day after. Um, all of, all three of these main trail tournaments are on Sundays. You know, Bass likes to do that. You you know, you've seen Southern West Virginia, West Virginia, and MSKA. It's a full, it's a full schedule for guys in West Virginia. So. When we were looking at the schedule and trying to be as non-conflicting as possible, that's what we went with. Um, you're going to check out Stonewall on April 10th. Uh, that'll be a good tournament. And, you know, if you're already up here for the West Virginia Kayak Anglers event the day before, why not stick around for an extra day? You know, you've already fished the, the day before. It doesn't conflict with pre-fishing at all, so you might as well stick around and check it out. Get, you know, $50 entry fee, 20% payout on the field give you a chance to earn some extra money uh you got jackson county may 1st you know you see jerry spradling posting all these big fish from jackson county and some of those other guys i mean there's some giants out there and i think may 1st you know anybody who fishes the spawn in west virginia knows may 1st is uh it's really starting to heat up that time of year so that's going to be i think that's going to be a great event you know i personally struggle with jackson county a little bit but i know some guys that really go out there and smash them so maybe Maybe I can learn something from them or, you know, step up my game this year on those Jackson County lakes. Um, June 12th, uh, near and dear to my heart, you got the Elk and Little Kanawha. And uh, that's going to be a great tournament. You know, June's a wonderful time to be on the river. Um, the Elk's awesome. Little Kanawha's going to fish awesome. That's going to be uh, 
we'll be releasing all the uh, eligible waters for that at a later date. Each of these events will have their own event page, you know, with start time, end time, uh, tourney X links for signing up, you know, the usual, yeah. the, the standard across the state. So, well, I've got your graphic up for people to look at there, new for 2022, yep. with where they did your announcement there about five hours <clears> ago. Has the tournament schedule on it that you're going to be uh, running. Um, Sweet. So it looks like you got a July 16th statewide online, too. Yeah, that is a, that is an online qualifier. So similar to how we did it last year in separate regions, it's just going to be a statewide qualifier. Uh, for any, you know, we completely understand people have lives, they have schedules. If you're not able to come out and fish these three trail events uh, to qualify for the state championship that way, you have the qualifier on July 16th. It's on a Saturday. Come out, catch a fish. Uh, uh, it's 12-inch minimum. You know, we'll release that, too. We'll have Attorney X link for that in its own event. So, you know, if you're not able to qualify through the trail or you want to do both, you want to get your money's worth, come out and fish it, too. I mean... It's just another opportunity for guys to get out there and qualify for the state championship um, and ultimately end up in Knoxville next year because, as we saw with the Bass announcement, the Bassmaster Classic is coming back to the Tennessee River next year. That's not a far trip for a lot of guys here in West Virginia. So that's uh, that's a big goal of mine is to make it, you know, qualify for the state championship and qualify for the national championship, especially after finishing third last year. I'd really like a chance to go to Tennessee next year, and I know a lot of guys like going down there. So, hey, uh, so so good. you got you got a couple guys asking some questions here. So, uh, um, how do they get on a team? I think maybe they're talking about how they get how they join Bass. It's from Mike okay. Capper, and then Elvis Lee. Okay. Elvis Lee is asking the same question. Um, okay, get, sweet. So, <clears throat> in that graphic you provided, uh, there should be a post. I will share that link to this uh, comment section. Uh, go on Bass website, become a Bass member. It costs 15 bucks, and then reach out to uh, the tournament director, Shane Rains, or myself, and we will get you on a team. So there are 12 person teams across the state. You are an adult Bass member. There is no, you know, Bass doesn't. There's no kayak <laughs> sign up. There's no boat sign up. I mean, you can get your money's worth. You can go fish both sides if that's what you want to do. Um, reach out to us. Send us your information, and we'll get you assigned to a club, and then you pay your bass dues. And those uh, range anywhere between fifty and eighty-five dollars for your entire dues. So you're Look, looking at about hundred dollars total. Well, it looks like you're being watched by the big boss of Bass Nation. <laughs> looks like Kenny uh, Kenny Hackworth is on here. Welcome to the Rusty Hook, Ken. Um, yeah. Greg, Greg Kupfner said, "Good stuff." This is much better than the way Bass Nation had done things in the past. So, way to good already off the bat, Mikey. You've you've got people excited <laughs> from the kayak that's, side, that's, of, and that's the that's the goal, man. You know, we've got a lot of opportunities for kayak anglers, and uh, you know, West Virginia on a national scale. I mean, we show up and show out on a consistent basis. Everybody, anybody who knows about kayak fishing across the country knows that West Virginia probably has one of the, you know, right there with Tennessee and Texas as far, especially per capita. I mean. Definitely, we have we have a lot of we have, we are a very strong state for kayak fishing, and you could honestly fish between these four, you know, with the, the three clubs and bass, you could never leave the state, you yeah. know, from April to October and have a full schedule and fish anywhere you want and and make some money. So, I mean, um, West, the, the gold event for the West Virginia kayak anglers, we you know, uh, twenty five men 
$125 pay-in, $2,000 yep. first place prize. That's good. You don't leave the state and you make two grand. I mean, that is a great tournament. So That's, Ken, yeah, exactly. Ken just popped up. He says, I appreciate you talking on the position of Bass Nation of West Virginia, Assistant Kayak Attorney Director, Mikey. Mikey well, said. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ken. I appreciate Ken, that. Giving you some props, brother. Ken, you stole a good one. You stole a good one, uh so I, I'm sure Greg is probably thinking, "Oh no, don't steal my boy!" But uh, yeah, uh, Mike. I'm, I'm, multi, I'm multifaceted. I've got it. <laughs> yeah, he got a big plate. He can he can handle oh, yeah. it. He got big big yeah. spoons. So, and, and honestly, honestly, John, it's just an op. You know, uh, we had some. Uh, you know, there's been concerns in the past with the way that things operated, and this is just. This gives people three. I personally think three really good trail events to go out. You know, we're going to pay out 20% of the field. I think that's a really good, you know, some people like it. Some people don't. I think it's a great thing to, you know, it's a great opportunity to earn some money fishing these three events and you get to qualify for the state championship. So, um, like I said, just reach out to me or Shane. We'll get you, we'll get you set up and get you some time. Get your dues paid and get out there and start fishing. So I think it'll be a really good thing this season. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited about it. I mean, I I haven't uh, no not I guess the biggest issue when it was when they started it you know a year and a half ago was the confusion on how to get involved because you know when I was running WVK I was thinking okay I I'm going to apply and get a Bass Nation membership for the club so our club members could qualify, but it didn't work that way. They were their whole entity wasn't like how you became a KBF club member. Affiliate. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you had they had all these different clubs all over the state that were already Bass Nation clubs and they wanted you to join that. And I, I had a hard time processing it and figuring it out. But I'm really glad uh how you and uh Shane have streamline this where okay join bass get your membership and once and just you've reach done, out to us once you've done that send me an email to and then yeah, shoot me a mess you know shoot me yeah. an email shoot me a message on facebook uh message shane and, and we'll get it sorted out and we'll get it taken care of so excellent man excellent so um, we can uh we can talk about beach fork real quick i know a couple got you know they're you know Everybody's a critic. I'm sure somebody's going to see it and be like, oh, Beach Fork. You know, it's August 27th, and that the, the reason for that, if you look at the statewide schedule, September is jam-packed with kayak fishing across the state. So that's that's a tough ask on people. There was kind of a lull there in the end of August for people. Uh, October, you start running into club championships. You've got the famed you know best of the best championship this year which is going to be awesome and then you start running you know people are in deer you know they're in tree stands so yeah. i think and then you you know august you got to watch getting on big lakes you got to watch getting on Summersville, stonewall for boat traffic so i think beach fork is a good option there for a smaller lake you don't have to worry about getting hit by jet skis in august i mean i think it'll be a good event hey uh, i agree Beach Forks, we've held tournaments there before. It's it's a nice lake. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't see no issues with that. So Yeah. I, I'm excited, man. You know, between everything going on throughout the state, I, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for warmer weather, and I'm ready to start fishing. 
<laughs> I know, I, I know what you're saying there. I, I, I keep looking at that KBF Lake Murray tournament here in two weeks real hard. So, are you going? I, I I'm telling you, I, I'm looking at it real hard. <laughs> I, I, I've got vacation to burn, so um, um, I'm looking at it real hard. I may have to reach out to Jerry and a few of the uh, Stormy and them. Are you going? Are you going with Storm and Philip? Me. So it's uh, it's actually uh, Greg Marshall, myself, Evan, and Amos have a house uh, okay. down on, there. and uh, we got an Airbnb down there. And I know, I I know Phillip's going, and I feel like uh, I feel like there's a few other guys going. I'll have to I'll I'll message you whenever I think about it. Okay, well Evan Addison, buddy, Big Daddy can come right on down. That Big Daddy be there with you there, Dink Duo, <laughs> the Dink Duo squad. Uh, yeah, man. I'm uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go south. <laughs> yeah, I went there last year. I had it was a good, it was nice water. Um, I struggled catching fish until tournament day, and then I only caught three. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I'm just ready to get on the water. You know, we got hard water here; everything's frozen. I'm over it. Like, <laughs> I'm ready to start fishing, John. I hear you, man. I hear you. So let me see. I was I had a couple other questions I wanted to talk to you about. Um, let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, online challenge series. Are I I I, I I've missed it. I don't think you guys have talked about it. Are we going to do a multi-species tournament this year? I don't. As of right now, no. Okay. I know some guy. I know some guys enjoyed that. Uh, the participation was pretty hit and miss. Hit the, yeah. If, if I if that's something that wants to come back or people want it to come back, we could always post that to the group and get a vote on it. I guess you know what's the what's the general feel of that if people really wanted to do it. Um, I think it's good for multi-species anglers. You know, if you got a guy that's primarily fishes for musky out of his kayak or catfish or, you know, whatever it kind of involves them. So I think it's a good thing if that's, if, you know, if, well, if here, the, uh, here's the reason I was, I was asking because you know where they created the DNR created that, those, those species yeah, things, the, the um, master, master yeah. angler program or whatever. And, yeah. And that, that would, uh, you could work that coincide that. And, and we could also brag about our guys. If, if the, they're doing the multi-species that maybe get the, you know, you, you, I mean, you're the online director and you can look at it and say, Hey, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to create this, this, uh, challenge series with the, the multi-species this year, but with a flair to go, in 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 conjunction with what the DNR is doing, and yeah. then, you know, and, and and we could use that as a bragging tool. Look, we had fifteen West Virginia kayak anglers that uh, got that one certificate for the three bass over twelve or the the. Well, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember how it went, but I mean, <clears throat> it's a, it's just something that I that I wanted to ask you guys to see if we, you and Greg had had talked about it or thought about it or anything. We so, we have we haven't talked about it, but. After you bring it up, I'll have to talk to him about it and kind of get, you know, maybe get a feel of what the club wants to do on that. Um, you know, everybody kind of posted about that master angler program or whatever the DNR put out, like it was going to be something easy. But no. when you start when you start looking at some of those species, um, it might be a little tougher than people think. Well, the one that, <laughs> the one that sticks out in my mind is the yellow perch. I mean, I know Somersville and Stonewall. <laughs> I know Somersville has them. But yeah, but trying to target them and catch them because 
bass. I, always, I accidentally catch. They're always a bycatch for me. I oh, really? <laughs> I, I've never hooked into one of them. So, yeah, we I always we, catch them on a Ned rig on stone coal or stone wall. Okay, good to know. Um, but we can talk about the other events real quick. You got your normal monthlies, April through September. Um, everybody kind of knows the deal with those. Uh, yep. Your best five fish throughout the month. You can keep calling up until the end of the month. Um, let's see, June 18th and 19th, we got a weekend event. I think that's a great time of year. Uh, July 16th, largemouth only. Oh, yeah. That'll be a good one. Get a little topwater bite on the lakes early before the sun comes up. That's right. Uh, let's see, August 6th and 7th, weekend challenge. I think that's going to be a good event. Yep. Um, October 1st, smallmouth only, near and dear to my heart. So. Uh, I think it's good. You know, that whole challenge series consists of all those monthlies and the four specific challenge series. Yeah, it, so it, whoever, it's, who, it's, whoever, <laughs> well, you know, you know, you, you know, you were the winner of it last year. You won it last <laughs> year. So, I mean, it, it, it takes a little bit of time. I mean, you, like you said, it you does. put so many miles on your boat. Oh so yeah. I mean, it was nothing. Mean, it was nothing for me to hit up Evan. And be like, hey, uh, I'm sitting at 89 inches. Do you want to go to the South Branch? I need to call, you know, I need to call an 18. And you're spending all day trying to find a, a, a giant smallmouth on the South Branch. Or, hey, I'm sitting at 82 inches. I need 89 this month. I mean, you just, right. depending on where you live, you know, I've got Stonewall down the road, but it's kind of hit and miss for me personally. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love smallmouth and I love rivers. So <laughs> it was a constant every weekend. So, if you want to put the work in, uh, depending on where you live, you know, if, if you're privy enough to live somewhere that, you know, like Jerry, <laughs> or you can go out and smash a giant largemouth on Jackson County, then that's one thing. <laughs> hey, man, uh, well, we appreciate you jumping on. Absolutely, buddy. Um, I'm glad you had me. Hey, thank you. And uh, we'll take a quick break here for a second. But if there's anything that you can think of when we pop back on after we get Chris on and do our uh, – a fireside chat man just jump in here and, and let me know so it's, it's a all right brother time. sounds good thanks for having me john hang by hang on big guy we'll be right back hey guys let's all take right. a let's take a quick break and then we're going to jump on back we're going to bring chris Payne back with us this episode is sponsored by our friends at Payne outdoors no nonsense straight talk outdoor analyst and custom plastics guggen brothers custom tackle Custom-made jigs and Ned rigs. Feel-free kayaks. Pedal, paddle, or power, there's something for everyone. And Yak Gadget, proudly supplying you with American-made kayak fishing accessories and gear. Now, let's join our host, John. All right, we're back. And uh, we have a treat for you. He is back. Back from... Working hard with the church and feeding many, many young kids the past few weeks. Last week, or I think it was last Tuesday. I think, he, from what I understand, he was out for four nights doing it. So let's bring on my boy Chris. Oh, come on, graphic, move a little faster than that. Oh, it's moving nice and slow. We got some dragging going on. Ah, let's just skip that graphic and go right on to Chris. Chris is in the kitchen. He's in the house. Uh, if you all were watching last week, 
he has sold out. The store is empty. So he's in there, re he's cooking and building some new, oh, pretty. Got some tubes into action, huh? Yes, sir. So talk to us, brother. What you into? been into the past few weeks? Fill us in. Uh, well, uh, we've been doing stuff, you know, some volunteer work and uh, uh, quite a bit and been making a crap ton of baits. Uh, thank you to everybody who's ordered and everybody who's already pre-ordered for the next set as soon as the new supplies come in. Uh, I've had several people ask me, they're like, well, how are you making baits if you're out or how are you selling baits if you're out? And so the way I have my store set up, is I have quantities that reflect the um, the number of supplies that I have to make those baits. I don't actually make baits until there's an order, and and so I know because I've, I've been doing this long enough, and I'm an analytics guy. I know if I have you know three gallons of plastisol and X number of bags and X number of uh, you know ounces of glitter that I can make X number of baits based on the average order. Anyway, I don't, I don't want to get too nerdy on it, but I have those thresholds set specifically so that I can fill every order that's put in and our orders for bags hit our threshold and sold out the store. So I'm making orders that came in before the sold out, um, That'll go out this week, but we'll be back up and going. Uh, I'll have full supplies and ready to go in seven days now. Awesome. So we're one week out, and I'll have everything I need to do. Um, it'll be a partial restock of supplies uh, just because of the, well, I mean, supply chain stuff. It's not that it's not available. It's just that demand is so high that people making glitter and plastisol and stuff like that are on a bit of a delay. But we've got some of it coming, and the rest of it will be shortly behind it. But Anywho, that was really boring. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, was I snoring? I didn't mean to, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I might have been. <laughs> well, hey, you know, I, I can tell you uh, – from the guys that have been fishing with your stuff here in West Virginia, uh, been very happy with it. I know Rick Garvalia uh, caught some huge fish on some of your yeah. stuff down in uh, in uh, down Florida. Florida. Yeah. So um, I've, I've I've seen a lot of catches from the West Virginia guys, and I I cannot thank the West Virginia kayak anglers enough. I mean, they've been great supporters, and you know, have been willing to take a chance on my stuff. And, you know, I love that. Um, and, well, and I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Like, I love first-time orders, but the absolute best thing is repeat orders because that means you're believing in the product now. Well, you know, your family, bro. I mean, look at that shirt you're wearing, you know. What can we say? Yeah. Got a rep. <laughs> Got to support rep. support each other, man. Support each other. That's right. You so, guys can live vicariously through me while your water is all... Cold. Frozen. I mean, I, Summersville Lake just um, just broke ice uh, over the past few weeks, uh, or past few nights. Awesome. Ooh, look at them nice lizards. Yeah, baby. You know, see them? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> looks so, like uh, uh, looks like you and I are solo. We're we're going to run the rest of the show. Mikey had just posted that uh, he's he's got he got to jump off. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, he, he, he just know, got home, so I bet I bet he's uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of things. He's got to work. He got work to do. Ken's already reaching out to him and says that's get time to get to work. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. get off get off there and stop talking. Get get in there and get start to work. Get some emails and stuff sent out. So <laughs> So uh, hot topic, man. The topics you were thinking about earlier. Yeah. So I think something that is worth talking about is something that I've been through a few different times. And it's oh, about oh, 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 oh now oh. now I figured out why you had to jump off. His honey just oh. said, Caitlin is gone this week, so he is solo. So he, he got work to do at the house, honey oh. dudes. Thanks. Hey, Caitlin, yeah. we we appreciate you letting us know what you, that you got you got that whip on Mikey, and you're making him <laughs> get, get things done at the house. So, hey, just kidding. Just kidding, Mikey. Love you, brother. Don't hurt me later. Anyway, go ahead, Chris. Um, no, so what I want to talk about is uh, managing relationships with the companies that you work with or have worked with in the past. You know, I think um, there are some dangers out there, especially you know if you've worked with a company in the past and you're not working with them anymore, um, but you you didn't burn your bridge on the way out. Maybe maybe they moved a different direction or maybe. You know, it just wasn't a great fit. Um, so, like, for for me, like, uh, you know, NRS uh, would be one of those. Costa would be one of those um, that I've worked with in the past, still love their products. They make great things. We're just not in a contract relationship right now. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Um, and so what... I've discovered is there are people who are either trying to get where you are or where you were that will spread falsities about things to try to gain a better position, I guess, if you will, or potentially try to steer you away from continuing potentially a relationship or rekindling a relationship or anything like that. Um, and so what's important is that you maintain relationships with the actual people in charge of those contracts at those companies. So um, this did not happen with me with uh, NRS or Costa. Um, so I'm going to use NRS uh, as an example because I, I still love those guys greatly. Um but so my contact with NRS when I was doing just media or when I was on their fishing team or now has always been David Foyt. And David is a good guy who I have fished with and who I, you know, I trust when he says something, you know, that's hundred percent truth. Like he has no reason to lie to me. We have a great relationship. And so if someone were to try to come between that relationship, it's important to reach out to your contact. So if somebody tried to get in the middle of David and I and say, hey, well, I heard David was saying this or this or that, or I heard X, Y, and Z, and, you know, 
they think it's a bad fit or they don't like what you're doing or they, you know, whatever. I think there's a temptation to be like, well, screw that guy. I don't, well, if David's going to talk bad or whatever. And I, I really hate to bring this up, but I think anybody who knows him realizes he's not that guy <laughs> at right. all. Like he's the opposite of that. Um, but I think, you know, I, I stumbled a little bit in a situation recently where I didn't go directly to my contact and it frustrated me and I didn't, I didn't burn a bridge or anything. I just voiced some frustrations to, um, some people that I know that work with that company. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm hearing this. Have you heard anything about this? Like, this is really weird. And actually one of them advocated for me and went and had a conversation because I don't know. I just, I felt kind of heartbroken over it because I had done a lot of work with this company and turns out, no, it was all bullshit. Uh, somebody just wanted to get in between. Stir uh, the pot a little bit. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, it's, it's a person I'm familiar with and, uh, I think there's been a lot of a lot of that, maybe over over my time in the, in the kayak uh, industry. This has always been somebody who's I don't know, just always off. Some, there's something about me that they don't like, or they find threatening, or they just can't get with. I don't know what that is, but um, it, it's to the point. To where it taught me a lesson and I wanted to talk about it uh, today because I should have just been like and gone straight to my company contact, right? Should have just done that, but I got in my feelings a little bit about it. Well, I was going to say, and that, and that happens because, you know, when when, yeah. when you hear something like that, you want there's going to be that human reaction. And, yeah. Uh, um, and, and it ended up being absolutely nothing. Um, they're like, um, nope not aware of that and don't care even if that were the case uh, <laughs> it uh you know it's it's a reminder of a valuable lesson to keep your relationships in this industry close and keep communication open um and i i see some folks that are are fairly new i guess to uh promotional staff pro staff professional staff whatever you want to call it that um, tend to go hard in the paint against certain things. And I think that's potentially a bad move. Yeah, Randy Newton just says, always remember you have that contact for a reason. Just go to them and talk it out. And, uh, yeah. just like, and that's basically what you said. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Sometimes people want to try to be more important or, or have more uh, influence than they actually have, and that's why we have team captains or, or team contacts. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. And a, uh, I saw, a random dog come join the bait shop. <laughs> I, I saw it. It looked like a pretty German Shepherd. Oh, yeah. He's a gorgeous German Shepherd. He's just curious boy. Oh. <laughs> And his uh, one of so, his which, humans is uh, considerably smaller than he is. 
Well, I was going to say, which scent did you put in those baits? It must have been dog food scent or something. Huh? It's that new coffee scent. Everybody loves coffee. But anyway, so that's enough uh, don't screw up talk. Um, it, it, it's basically just a reminder. you got to keep those relationships and those, that communication open. Um, right. You know, because relationships – in in the hook and bullet world they they come and go based on what a company needs from their marketing promotional teams and and all that kind of stuff i mean we've we've seen significant turnover in uh the public relations arenas so i i still get all of the all of the press releases for everybody you know whether it's you know pure fishing or shimano or um you know Costa and Revo and all, all those guys, I still get all their stuff. And it's amazing that as soon as those contracts come up, a lot of times those PR companies change. And I think it's a great reminder that, you know, um, things change in the industry every year. Yeah. And if you're just, you know, trying to be a good person, trying to do the right thing and keep good communication, you're in a good spot. You ain't I got you, much to worry about. I tell you, I I, I feel so fortunate and uh, to be part of the feel free kayak community. And I know you know a bunch of those guys from back in the yeah. the 15, 14, 15 time frame when you were working with them with the KBF when it was growing. Yep. And uh, but I mean, and then you got uh, Roland uh, Jimenez yeah. Bones. I mean, he's he's top notch. Um, Working with him, we're going to start a uh, feel-free kayak fishing podcast. We're going to do a monthly show. Yeah. So, would love to have you come on and talk with talk with us there too, man. Do, we'll, yeah, we'll get you, you know, I, I, get you some I've, get you some uh, love out there with those three, four brands because I'm I'm sure we'll be uh, live streaming on those group pages. Um, yeah. No, that's uh, that's fantastic, and and I know and love a lot of those guys. Uh, I remember Denver showing me uh, the original prototype for the Overdrive, yeah. um, you, you know, at ICAST moons ago, and you know, Bones I know from the ACK days back in the heyday when everything was you know moving and shaking down in Austin before everything kind of fell apart, went the way it, <laughs> yeah. went the way of the dog, yeah. Um, you know, but and and JC and you know just all those guys and I actually you know probably my first uh, one of my first real contacts with them was uh, Todd West. Oh yeah, uh, who's who's been on the show? You know, Todd. Yeah. Uh, Todd was doing stuff with Feel Free for quite a while, and right. um, you, you know it, we've had a lot of a lot of long talks, and you know a lot of a lot of good people in the industry uh, are working with Feel Free and. You know they're they're doing it their own way, and that's 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 pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I, I look forward to that. I, I love talking to those guys. They're all good people. Yeah, I I, I try to talk to them uh, as much as I can. I'm I'm on the phone or talking to Roland, and it's just and it's in regards to the way you're. I mean, communication. Me and him talk at least weekly. And if yeah. it's if it's not if it's not over the phone, it's uh, via text or via something, you know, about the team or about what's going on. And uh, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, so I I appreciate 
you know, them guys just reaching out to me and asking me for my feedback and input on stuff. And they're always available to me when I need something. I just sold my Dorado. Uh, looked like the one the guy I sold it to uh, from Romney. He was on the show here a little bit ago watching, and uh, I sold my nice. my Dorado to him. Um, so right now I'm I'm sort of boatless. I just got my riverboat, the Mokin, that I'm gonna have to rig up to use until uh till the new new Dorado hits the the streets, which yeah. Real soon, yeah. hopefully. I, Bones was actually the one who showed me the Dorado when the uh, when the first one came out. He showed me at a show. I can't remember if it was iCast or uh, Paddle Sports Retailer or Outdoor. Who knows? Hey, Garrett's, um, they all, hey, Garrett, they all Garrett's run still, together. Yeah, Garrett's still on here watching. But, yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah he, he got a good deal. And, Garrett, if you have any questions or anything, buddy, uh, I'll, I'll definitely help you out. So. So what are we working yeah. on now? What what did you just fill in that mold? Or is that the another lizard? Mold? This is more, yeah. This is more lizards. Uh, I've only got one of these molds, so I got to shoot it twice because I'm a believer in eight baits per pack uh, on these lizards. I could sell them four to a pack and probably sell them okay, but you know when you are fishing lizards, you're typically fishing close contact and angry bass. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, I think eight is probably a little bit better. Of a ratio and a, a little bit better deal for our anglers. I, you know, we're staying at five bucks a pack. Prices have gone up everywhere, um, but we're staying at five bucks a pack and five dollars flat rate shipping on every order. So, I, I, so I mean, that, that's outstanding. I mean, <laughs> that's outstanding. I mean, you can't you can't beat that. I mean, I, I wouldn't think so. No, <laughs> you really can. I mean, plus you know, not only People. that, but they're custom. You, I mean, you. People can say, yeah. "Hey, I want." Can you put this scent? Can you add this color and and, and get what they want? Uh, so. You know, I've been emailing back and forth with uh, a guy named Josh, and he uh, he said, "Hey, um, can you make a four inch ringworm in in this color?" And I'm like, "Well, I can make a five inch ringworm in that color, uh, possibly." But do you have like the company that made it? And he's like, "Man, my dad bought like." thousands of these things in bulk 20 years ago yeah i don't i don't know the brand i'm running out of them quickly can i send you one and i'm like yep if you can send it to me i can probably get close to matching it and you know that kind of stuff like i love doing that because i, I did the same thing for my dad my dad loves absolutely loves uh this color that we used to use when i was still at home like when i was a teenager like really, uh, really good color uh, that Berkeley made back then. And um, I was able to pretty much replicate it to a T um, because you can't find it anywhere. Like they don't make it anymore. Um, and so for my dad's birthday, I was able to give him a bunch of ringworms in his favorite color. Awesome. Um, and so anytime I can kind of bring back that nostalgia color for folks and, and just really lock it in for them, like that's, man, I love doing that. I just absolutely love it. So if people out there have got something weird that, you know, they want to see if I can do, let me know. Uh, you know, all of my socials are on here and emails and all, all that stuff is all over my website. Yeah, I've even had some guys find my phone number and text me. Like it's it's out there. 
So. Yeah, and, and it's all on this show, guys. So watch the, the credits or just look at the, uh, the the info at the beginning of the show, and you can get a hold of Chris um, through one of his socials or his uh, uh, TikTok, too. And go check out his TikTok if you're a TikToker. Uh, he's got a lot of information out there. Um, so that's where he, he posts a lot of his videos about what he's doing right there in the kitchen. So. Yeah, and I've uh, I've got another video uh, that's going to drop tonight on TikTok, and I'll I'll have to put it in Facebook Watch, I guess, because you can't do reels that are over sixty seconds, and all my TikToks are almost three minutes because I'm trying to cram it all in there. But basically, what I'm going to do is I am going to show everybody the recipe for my crappie color. Nice. And how to make that. So for folks who are making stuff at home or wanting to get into it, uh, I actually released um, a few of my recipes uh, for people to try and uh, and see, you know, what they what they like. Did it include your Cajun, your famous Cajun recipe? Uh uh-uh. uh no, <laughs> no, we ain't releasing yeah. that. Yeah, uh, that's what I figured. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to show one other bait. Um, that you know it, it's uh it flies under the radar a lot but i think it's it's a pretty interesting bait and it's this guy right here so that is an eight and a half inch worm with a bulbous tail you can kind of see that there oh yeah uh we call it the rattle moccasin and it is unlike most of the ones that are this side it is not flat sided it is round all the way around and so you fish that thing on a shaky head, a Texas rig, a Carolina rig. It the movement in the water is insane. Um, and the thing I like about that bulbous tail, because we sell ten-inch worms too, but the ten-inch worms, if you've got bluegill around, those, those ribbon tails are kind of thin, and they can bite those tails and sometimes steal that. This bulbous tail. It's a much harder thing for them to bite off and get, and so you maintain that action and that having a, a bigger tail that tapers back into the body allows it to whip around, um, and it, it, it's just a it's a really good action. Outstanding, so. man! All right, man. Well, let's let's wrap it up with you here. Give me some of your final yeah. thoughts, and then uh, we'll talk. Uh, I'll close off the show. So, um, you know, I I, I heard a a video that John Gordon did with uh, Sean McVay of the Los Angeles Rams. And he met with Sean when he took over uh, the Rams uh, his first year there and met with him for five hours. And for those of you guys who don't know who John Gordon is, he's uh, like a kind of a self-help guru and business and tactician and all this stuff. Anyway, um, but he met with him and John is kind of, he's, he's a, he's an expert in, you know, culture and leadership and, and all of that stuff. And he met with Sean and he said, you know, the thing that I came out of with that is this guy's going to be really successful. He's going to continue to build a lot of great teams because his, his culture is built around we, not me. And I think, we not me is a great way to approach working with companies. Right. Um, 
so many times totally. when we're when we're new and eager in the business, it's like, what can you do for me? Right. Um, and I see it all the time. Yeah, and so I think if you think of it as we, not me, like here's your benefit, here's my benefit, here we, in this together. Uh, we not me works really well for a lot of relationships with companies, and so we not me. Final thoughts. Awesome. Chris, good to see you, buddy, and thank you for what you do for us and for your community. I, I think it was awesome what you did last week. Um, so, uh, again, look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, send, me right. in, send me an info if you got any info you want me to put out about Bates, the store, or anything like that, and we'll let it rock and roll, buddy. All right. Thanks, John. Hey, so that was our boy Chris, Chris Payne from Payne Outdoors in Texas. Um, Throwing out some info, uh, good information on you know talking about when when you're talking with representatives from companies and when you belong to a staff, uh, only work with the people that you are involved with who are in running the show. Don't let other people get in the middle and muddy up things for you. Um, communication, keep it open. While we're talking about that, I want, I want to uh, switch scenes here, and I want to focus on, let's see if I can get it to show up here. Nope, not going to work on this scene, so I'll have, to, I'll have to go to Chris's scene. Here, we'll do it right here. So, hey, uh, Paddle and Finn, Del Hollow event. I'm going, and I know Jack Gillespie's going. Um, so, just recently saw where Brian Schiller put out. They had some more sponsor update coming out. Um, let me let me double check that for you. Um, so, let's, let's see. Let me see. Brian, Brian, Brian. How does this look? Paddle Fan Podcast. Okay, so it's April 2nd and 3rd. If you get scheduled before March 1st, um, you have a chance to stay down at the marina. Uh, they're going to raffle off six spaces in one of the houseboats. So, the houseboat rocks. Me and Gillespie stayed in the houseboat last year. Parked a boat right at the dock. You had your restaurant and your kayak shop not even 100 feet away. You could get up, get in your boat paddle up the Obey River or go into Del Hollow Lake because we're right at the, the mouth of the lake and the river or and in, in, in fish. Um, but uh, let's see, Brian put out earlier that they had sponsors updates for the tournament. Uh, Douglas Spinning and Casting Rods is going to provide three rods uh, each day. They're the LRS Series 7-2 Fast Action Casting for big bass prizes and one will be given away at the award ceremony. So there's three rods up. And then BioNO Power is sending some stuff down for lucky participants. So we're going to have some batteries to, that's going to be thrown out. So uh, Paddle and Finn, um, it's the Del Hala event. Uh, let me get that back up here for you. So... And uh, I, I really would like to see a few more guys go. I know Greg Kupfner from the WVKA uh, 
president of WVK is looking at going. Um, Santee Cooper got completely rocked with the Hobie Series tournament the week before this. So if you weren't able to go to Santee Cooper with Hobie, this would be a great alternative. It's an $80 entry fee. Um, camping is free for anybody that goes. You stay at the farm. If you register before March, uh, before March 1st, so I mean you got a couple weeks to decide. But all you have to do is go to the Paddle and Finn, Paddle and Finn website and just go to the fourth tab over Dell Hollow event and uh, look into it. Would love to see uh, several of us WVK guys, West Virginia boys. Uh, make the trip, go down there and have some fun. Maybe win some money. So, Anyway, I think that's going to be it for the show. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, if you're not doing anything here in a little bit, go over to Kayak Anglers of Florida. Watch Randy Newton at, here in about uh, 40 minutes. Uh, Kayak Anglers of Florida podcast is getting ready to round up. And, and let's see. And watch and see what's going on with them boys down in that area. So, thanks again.